once the sidekick starts generating equal, then it's not so much a leap of faith as, as a transition. Mm-hmm. And, and now I'm building on a foundation that I created during, you know, my full-time gig. Pay sure we can do better. I don't believe in the rigid nine to five, 40 hour work week. Life is short and people spend way too much of it working. You deserve more time to do the things that light you up so you can show up in the world as the best version of yourself. The Pretty Sure We Can Do Better podcast will explore all the ways you can create more freedom and flexibility in your life so you will feel less stressed and more empowered to make a difference in the world. The world needs you to be happier. The world needs you to feel more fulfilled. The world needs you to smile more, and I know we can get you there. Each week, we will hear from people who are doing this well. We will gain insights into how they are creating the life they've always wanted. I'm your host, Angie Cazares, and together, I'm pretty sure we can do better. Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretty Sure We Can Do Better. It has been a long time since I have put out an episode. I realized a while back that I just really needed to step back from the podcast for a bit and my business in general and focus on my current clients that I had and not really try to put out any new offers, try to grow things because I just realized I wasn't being present in my business when I was doing my business and I wasn't being present with my kids especially and my family when it was time for me to be with them And I just really needed to take it back and think about, you know, what is my priority right now? You know, we had some things going on with our kids and yeah, I just, I didn't, I didn't want them to feel neglected and I just, yeah, I just wanted to work overall on being more present. And so that's what I have been focusing on, um, the last couple of months and it was really nice. It's been really great to to do that to have more fun with them and really focus on what is important in my life including my own mental health and physical health and just feeling really good overall so that's what I've been focusing on and um, I'm ready to come back and put out more episodes. I'm ready to focus on my business. It's just been really nice to kind of take a break and take a step back and do what this podcast is all about and have that flexibility for myself to be able to do that and have the freedom to do that when I need to do it. So I'm happy to get back into our conversation. We've had uh, this series going on with Rick Rosales. So you'll get to hear an update from him today and where he is on his journey to start his own side hustle and yeah, on this journey to kind of figure out what he wants his work life to look like and yeah, it's it's been really cool to see the progression of where he's going with this. So I will dive right in. Here he is. Okay, Rick Rosales. Welcome to your fourth, pretty sure we can do better interview. It is great to be back, Angie. (laughs) Always a pleasure to to discuss with you. Yeah. So uh, if you are new to this series, um, Rick, I've been checking in with Rick throughout the year, started back in 
um, summer of it's been like, yeah, almost a year. So we've checked in throughout the year a few times and I've just been kind of following his journey to explore sort of starting a a side hustle, side hustle of his own. And, um, so yeah, we're just going to get an update today and see how he's doing and see how it's going. So what I feel like last time when we talked, you were, um, about to start, short of a sort of a short-term nonprofit gig um, and had some other things going. So just update us on, on everything. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, and before I, I start my update, I really can't understate how helpful these check-ins are because it's very easy on your own to just kind of, I mean, it's like, it's like any kind of workout routine where if there's no accountability, it's easy to slack off and, you know, I'm not going to do this or I'm not, terribly motivated but when you know there's like a check-in or you know there's someone asking how are things going it kind of helps build motivation within you to just keep moving forward at whatever pace you're comfortable with and how things are going you know there's no pressure but it is a a very healthy motivation so i i do appreciate these check-ins yeah um so yeah. So, so last time we talked, yeah, I did start um, a short-term contract with a nonprofit and that is going really, really well. Um, I'm really much enjoying that. Um, anytime you work with community and nonprofit folks and, 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 and neighborhoods, you know, like that, that's always very, uh, a very warm feeling. So yeah, I am enjoying that. However, um, where, where do we go from here? Uh, the contract will end eventually. And then like, what kind of direction do I want to take? Um, let me give you some of the big updates. Um, I have kind of worked more towards that kind of creative muscle that we had been talking about in the last couple of calls. Um, I am still working on the, the gig where I'm uploading YouTube videos and kind of doing some video editing and helping manage some of the social media posting related to, to one nonprofit. And then most excitingly, um, I was connected to a restaurant in Indy um, for you, the indie listeners out there, Aroma Indian Cuisine and Bar, I have to plug them because they are delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, if you love Indian food or if you've never tasted it, I highly recommend you visit. They're in Fletcher Park uh, where the uh, Rook used to be next to Tappers. So I'm now managing remotely uh, their social media and really their marketing because what what kind of started out as, you know, post on Instagram and Facebook and maybe ch- check the, the reviews they're getting has turned into like a full-blown, what is our marketing plan? Um, how do we generate more revenue? And it's really taken me to you know, outside of my comfort zone to, you know, I didn't, I didn't major in marketing. I don't have a background. In, yeah. Kind of, I don't have a business degree. So I'm, I'm very much infusing a community engagement element to it where connecting with local organizations, um, I reached out to some connections I have in Indy uh, to find, to get connected with some local artists so we can help promote their work and, and just really trying to create roots in the community uh, more so than generate revenue. You know, those are obviously related, but it, there's, there's just different approaches to that. So that's been really exciting and that's very new. And so uh, that's, that's been kind of steering me in a, in a different, unique direction um, since, since we last talked. How did that opportunity come about? Yeah, so a friend of mine, uh, actually an, a Michigan State alum, told the owner, who is also a Michigan State alum, um, you, you know, 
she she had been having issues with the previous uh person and said you know you should really give rick a try like he's awesome and like totally just vouched for me which is very flattering because you know I, that's not my profession so mm-hmm. for him to just i had done some video work with him and, and obviously he's seen my online presence and so he, he kind of knew the, the caliber i brought and so you know that that was that was a great connection and that kicked and that that really helps build your portfolio when you can say you're like legitimately in charge of the marketing plan for a restaurant and and yeah and 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 you start to kind of drift away from this was my college degree these are the classes i took this was my previous work experience i saw a post recently online that said you know tell us your college what you what degree you had in college and what you're doing now and yeah. it's just emphasizing that disconnect. And, and to me, to a larger extent, how unnecessary that, that one-to-one relationship is. And so mm-hmm. it's exciting for me to be able to branch out into new fields like yeah. that and, and kind of uh, explore my, my creative uh, side. Well, yeah, I mean, and, it, and that's kind of what I talk about if I'm brainstorming with people on, on starting something. It is just so important to even consider your more so than like your educational background, but just your life experience. And like, that's what you, that's what you bring to the table. And I, I feel like I hope companies and things like get into that more, like not even considering, you know, your certifications and things like that. It's like you, you have a whole life of experience to bring to the table but it's so cool because when you first started this, I mean, and who knows, you might go back to what your original thought, but it's just so cool to see how it's changing and evolving. And it's all because you're putting yourself out there at all. And that's yeah. what's great about this whole journey is that it can change and evolve. And it just starts with that first step of like, let me try this. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I think one of the, most impactful thing, one of the many uh, impactful things that you said to me uh, in the past was, you know, think about how much money you make a month and then think about, you know, that's how much money you need to generate, like to have a, a one-to-one. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought about that because I'm not making a ton of money. So it is not very difficult to find side gigs to right. equal that amount. And then from there, you know, that's obviously a starting point, but it's like, I, I never thought about it like that. Like, oh, this is the number I'm making mm-hmm. this month. Yeah. So if I found side gigs that equaled that, then I'm not like losing money. And then that, that using that as a base, because you talk a lot in your podcast about that kind of transition. Some folks dive in, you know, head first, cool. Yeah. And then some kind of, you know, slowly gravitate where they're getting ready to move from like a full-time gig to, to the side hustle and creating that and making that their full-time gig. And so there's, there's a lot of different ways to do it, but looking at just hard numbers, if you're a numbers person and thinking, okay, well, once this sidekick starts generating equal, then it's not so much a leap of faith as, as a transition. Mm-hmm. And, and now I'm building on a foundation that I created during, you know, my full-time gig. Um, yeah, and so that's, yeah. that's a really uh, unique way of looking at it. Yeah. And I know, and we talk a lot about too, for people in the States, especially you also have to consider benefits. And um, so that's one thing, you know, my husband and I have, have discussed because, 
you know, we both kind of have these ideas and of things we could pursue. And so we just sat down one day and we're like, let's come up with a number for if we had to pay for insurance for our family of four guesstimating, like, let's say it's even $2,000 a month. Okay. Well, let's factor that into like paying for that out of pocket. And then how much would we need to make? You know, so we just started backtracking it from there of, okay, together collectively, we would need this amount. And then, you know, just working that in and being like, okay. And then you start to see, man, maybe that's possible, you know, and how you Mm -hmm. can shift and, and make, make that. I mean, yeah. And again, it's like, for me, I didn't even care if I was making less per se, as long as we can live and get by than I was in my other job. But I have so much more time that Mm -hmm. that's like worth everything to me, you know, the flexibility there. And it's like, yeah. And again, getting that, getting that foundation and then being able to build from there when I do want to spend more time on it and when I can spend more time on it. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And I, and I think the, one of the most important factors uh, of your podcast is, is kind of one of the most important elements is that deprogramming of, of this path that you, you, you have to get good grades in high school because you got to get into college and you got to go to college because that's how you get a good job. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way like that worked for our parents' generation. Like that was the formula. And so all they knew was to give us this formula that worked, not realizing that their kids and their kids are coming into a very different landscape. And, and so when, when I was approached for this restaurant gig and she's like, well, how much do I charge? So I have to research that. She says, send me over a contract. So I have to create one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going into these worlds I've never been into. And then now I'm getting paid for a job in the most unorthodox way. Like I, I couldn't even imagine, but mm-hmm. that's just the thing. Like if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, it's like, oh, there's, there's a different way. And when you talk about more free time and it's like, oh, this, this could be a very, a better way. And yeah. I've never had the, the, the courage to like take this, you know, jump into, you know, I've always just thought, you know, you get on, you apply, you, you create your resume, Times New Roman, let me put my cover letter together, hit apply. And then meanwhile, all these kids are like YouTube stars and okay, <laughs> yeah. TikTok, and they're like, they're bringing in tons of cash their way. And so then what's your way? What is, mm-hmm. what are your skills? What's your hustle what do you bring it does not need to be sitting in an office working for someone else yeah and 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 another thing I think we talked about previously is when um when one of the 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 ways people try to promote supporting the small businesses like you're supporting someone's dream and Mm -hmm. I think that's a great way to look at supporting small businesses so if you look at yourself in the same way that what are you doing with your life in, in the world of work? Well, a lot, a lot of people are supporting someone else's dream in the way that they're working for a company. They're working for a CEO. It's, it, it, maybe it's a big box. Maybe it's a bank. You know, it, it pays the bills, whatever. But what are, what are your dreams? Like, what do you want to do? And so if you want to be an entrepreneur, great. But what if you want to work and support a small business and you want to support that person's dream? Mm-hmm. So basically just thinking of your life as an investment. Like, what are you investing in? Are you investing in someone else just so you can get a paycheck or are you investing in yourself Mm -hmm. so you 
you can have the life that, that you want and and just just changing the way you think i think is really uh the best part of your podcast yeah i mean and even you working for this restaurant and this small local business you know i mean that's a huge passion of yours is community and and supporting the local business so it's a way for you to to think of it as also serving I mean, you're serving this person's dream of starting this restaurant and connecting mm-hmm. people to it and like shifting your your thought around, you know, even charging for that service to the small business. But it's it's shifting your thought of it to like a service attitude and like, yes, I'm charging them, but like I'm also help bringing what I bring to the table is helping them to create this dream. And it's like feeding back into my thoughts and goals and so it's just really cool to make that shift and and see and see that and I love how you were just creative and how you thought of it It was like I have no idea what I'm doing in marketing but I do have this skill of community engagement like let me try that and you know it's just recognizing that it's yeah this is a brand new thing but the perspective that I have can totally work here you know, it's new. Mm -hmm. And then like somebody else coming into that role probably wouldn't even have even had that thought. So it is just relying on your life experience and what, what you have and just working with it, trying new stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's so easy to be like, well, I, I don't, I don't have a marketing degree or I don't have any quote marketing experience. And it's like, okay, that that's one way to look at it. Mm -hmm. Or you know, my, my background is in community engagement. Um, what I don't know, I can learn. And, and I have a lot of different perspectives that someone who's only in marketing might not have. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's, it's a, a lot of convincing yourself <laughs> is, is a, is a yeah. thing. How, how did you first take that step to shift toward, like, I'm sure like when they, when it sort of evolved into this, like, okay, now you're like Mark in charge of marketing. Like, what was your first thought and how did you like shift it? Um, my, my first thought um, was kind of like a, a troubleshooting um, approach where, you know, what is the problem? What is, what are we trying to solve? How, what is, what is the issue that, that we need? To, so, you know, big picture in revenue. All right. We need to, to generate revenue. And then you just kind of break, I just broke it down into that. It's like, well, I, I know indie. I lived there for 10 years. Um, it's in Fletcher Place. I know how important neighborhoods are and I know how, how important small businesses and small businesses connected to neighborhoods are. And so from there, I need to piece together. I need to, to create roots in the community for this mm-hmm. restaurant. And so then it was like reaching out to, to friends and organizations that I had previous relationship with. And so it's, it, and I think people in sales will tell you that it's not just, it's not sales so much as creating relationships and that I'm really good at creating relationships. Yeah. So I don't need to sell anything. Um, I need to, to create these relationships. So it was, and how you make yeah, people was, feel, was, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of just like breaking, breaking a very large issue into very small manageable parts you know we need good reviews and we need um we need to make sure people can access information and when they message us they get a response and we need to make sure all of our information is updated we need pictures and we need campaigns and we need so you just all of this brainstorming and, and you start drawing this 
this matrix of of approaches and so yeah yeah it's it's it can be very intimidating any you know any you're going into any new industry that that you're not 100 percent comfortable with it, it can be very intimidating and easy to talk yourself out so um, breaking breaking something large into small things makes it much more manageable yeah i mean and something we touched on a lot as well as like bringing it back to that community like you said you were you lived in indie for 10 years so you have community there and you have networking there and so just relying on on what you already have and the existing network but even if you don't like even if you're you're like i have this idea and i literally know nobody who does this thing or like i don't know i don't have a friend i can ask i don't you know it's that's what i bring up a lot is is the power of the internet it's like insane how you can just search a hashtag on instagram and see somebody else who's doing it and send them a direct message and it's like hey would you be willing to talk to me for 10 minutes about what you do you know there's so many ways facebook groups you know that you can find people who are doing this stuff and people are more than willing usually if you approach it in the right way to just talk about it so yeah, if you don't have anybody and you're starting from scratch, just do that kind of stuff. And it's start start there. Find someone. Yeah, YouTube it will always be one of my best friends. Um, definitely with video editing mm-hmm. and and creation. But just like when I when she she was throwing at me some marketing terms that you know someone who has a background in marketing would know. So what did I do? I googled it. I watched YouTube videos. It's like. I will figure it out. Like I'm a very capable person just because yeah. I don't know it off the top of my head. And so, yeah, using those tool- tools to meet people, to learn skills, to, to gather information. I mean, that's what we've been, we had 12 plus years of school of, of doing it. So why stop now as adults? It's, if I don't know it, then I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. So did you land on, I know in the past, uh, pricing, and charging has been really uncomfortable for you. Did you land on something you're comfortable with or how did you go? I know you said you just sort of started Googling and researching what other people do, but how, how do you feel about that? Yeah, no, it's still very uncomfortable. Um, and I don't know when it would get to a point where it's comfortable, but like anything, there's repetition. So, um, I, yeah, I did some research and actually, um, the, the video I did with Bree, um, to go back to that, if you've been following along on the, on my episodes, mm-hmm. um, that went extremely well. She performed her song. It was, it was amazing. She's an incredible artist, uh, so talented. Um, and then her and I agreed on, on a price and, and how we were going to do things. And so that, you know, that's an exercising a new muscle and then with the restaurant um i did some research and i I talked to some folks and i and i and what what i did not what i learned from my research was i did not want to go with the hourly model Mm -hmm. i do not want to be someone who's watching a clock because i i could be working on and they tell you that when in the research that i did is that you know you could be working on something and then you get up and you walk away and you know nobody's sitting for you know, unless you're like a coder, you're not sitting and doing the same thing for any length of time. So um, I definitely settled on project-based pricing, flat yeah. rates based on what I would provide. And so I gave her a range, uh, which uh, essentially equaled how much of my time do you want me to devote to this, the 
the least amount of time or the most amount of my time. Mm-hmm. And so that for me was a good starting off point where, especially because I don't have a background in this. So, you know, when you're jumping into something new, um, you, you have to start at the beginning and as you evolve and as you get better and then, then now prices go up, you, you have a better understanding of your time and so yeah. that affects and just what all is involved. And so this is a, a whole new endeavor. So I cannot tell you, and I know every single thing that this involves and this is the price. No, we're, we're, we're going to, we're to some extent, we're going to wing it mm-hmm. and we're just going to kind of go from there. And so, so yeah, it, it was definitely an adventure. And it's probably like in this case, when you're starting something new, there's probably a, for you, it's like a lot of work up front, but then once you get it going and then it's just maintaining it. So you're probably putting way more hours in right now, getting it all figured out and set up, but then, you know, in future months, because I think you said you're charging like kind of monthly, right? You know, Mm -hmm. like future months, it might just be sort of like, okay, let's just maintain this. We're doing this. And and so it'll kind of even out over time too. Right. And, and it's funny you brought that up because I had the idea of a setup fee, a yeah. one-time setup fee nice. that I included because I knew uh, I'm going to have to like organize everything. So I'm going to have to organize email addresses and accounts. So I'm going to have to make sure all the information's updated. Like I need to have a basic starting point to get me to where I'm just maintaining it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I did that. And then she is talking about, uh, she has other restaurants that she will be launching. So this is, this is very much the potential to expand. And, um, and so I'm exploring a little bit of that um, as my contract is kind of coming up with my, my current full-time job about those types of opportunities in Chicago, because mm-hmm. it would be so much easier um, for me to be, physically at the the site because that gives me the opportunity to take pictures and video and and put together uh, all kinds of promotions. So, you know, I'm, I'm the plan right now is to kind of put my name out there and I have, and I I have a a family member in Chicago who sent me a a referral to a, a restaurant that's looking for someone to manage their marketing. And so now, you know, now that I have a little momentum, um, and I can say, you know, this is something, you know, this is some direction I'm heading in and this is my approach. And, you know, so I'm not your traditional, mm-hmm. you know, social media person. I have a very unique background. There's probably not a lot that did community engagement in prison. So, you know, I bring <laughs> like a unique perspective and we're, and we're going to see how that works. You know, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. That's the, the fun of it. Yeah. Awesome. So when when is your contract up you said um next month next month okay so then you just have to kind of decide yeah and it has been extended so i do have some time and there are also opportunities within that organization that are attractive so uh the next you know couple few months could be very eventful you know we'll we'll see what, what kind of direction it takes okay so are you for now dismissing the original, you know, like sort of legacy video idea and more moving into this marketing? So yeah, yes. Wow. Short answer, yes. I think that is going to take a back seat. Um, that um, 
because it's so incredibly time intensive and really mm -hmm. requires that in-person element to it, which we had discussed in the beginning and we were in COVID. And so um, I'm, I'm looking at these other opportunities to kind of help further that path of creation of, mm -hmm. of more of like the art side. So, you know, I would love to get a gig where I'm creating promo videos and, and and doing things like that and then you know working with people as I on, on, on that side project as as that comes along yeah well that's exciting good for you yeah, just trying stuff and you've you definitely have had scary things on your calendar and <laughs> trying something new <laughs> I mean and that's right. I feel like a big part of it too is is saying just saying yes to stuff like when you have that first thought of like oh shit I don't know anything about marketing or any of that but like you know you probably started to freak out a little bit but you're just like no like I'm just gonna try this yeah sure I can do this <laughs> yeah yeah he had pushing said, he yourself me and he was like he texted me and said do you want to you know, like manage the social media for a restaurant and and I was like, uh, go on, like, I'm intrigued, <laughs> you know, like, let's, let, let's hear it out. And the, the more we got into it, it was like, yeah, no, absolutely. I'll, I'll give it a try. And I mean, and, and I think for, for someone to like recommend you and vouch for you, yeah, I think just, it really opens doors and says a lot. And so even if you're not, you know, just making sure you're putting yourself out there. Mm -hmm. and and you're and you're making it known like what you're interested in what you're good at what and, and it doesn't always lead to a job offer or you know it could just lead to relationships or connections but if people know this is what you're interested in this is what you're looking for I'm finding that a lot in Chicago as I, as I meet people that they're like oh you want to do you know social media or whatever okay and or another friend sent me a, another a job today that she thought I might be interested in so it's like mm -hmm. it's it's creating yeah. those relationships and, and just putting yourself out there. This is what I'm trying to do. So I'm trying to learn if you know anybody and it might start real small and build up. That's awesome. I love it. Yay. Thank you for this update. Now we're going to have yeah, to check no, in in you. a couple more months to see where you landed. Uh, right. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's going to be a yeah. never ending, never ending check in on Rick. <laughs> Right. I know it's, <laughs> it's been, it's definitely been ups and downs. So I'm, I'm wondering if I, it'll, it'll level out or it'll just kind of be continue to be, you know, ad hoc. And, and I mean, that's, that's okay too. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for updating us and way to go and keeping it going. And um, yeah, we'll check in again in two or three months. But that's okay. Sounds wonderful. Yes, that sounds amazing. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And if you did, I would love to hear what you're thinking of the podcast. Any ideas you have for upcoming guests or themes that you would like us to cover, any questions or anything that is helpful at all reach out to me. You can find my email in the show notes or reach out to me on my website 
or Instagram at accountability for hire. I absolutely love hearing feedback on the show and want to help as much as I can. So reach out and I will see you next week.